Hey guys, welcome to Trans Talk for Men, the podcast all about trans attraction and trans relationships. I'm Eric with my co-host Chris. What's up everybody? So, welcome to the 20th episode. Now I know a lot of episodes do like their 100th episode and it's a big mile marker and all that, but we're going to do the 20th episode and this is going to be a bit of a special episode. Um, some stuff has changed and we're going to give a rundown of what we're all about and uh, today we're not going to shoot the shit, we're just going to get right into this. So, uh, we want you guys to know what the Trans Talk for Men uh, mission statement is and Trans Talk for Men is about community and unfiltered advocacy for trans amorous men while striving to provide knowledge, understanding, and entertainment. Uh, the reason we're doing this episode is recently we've had an influx of followers, we've gotten some feedback, and we want to communicate what the show is all about with um, with you guys. So we're going to get started with why we started this show. Why we started this show um, came from Chris and I talking about what it means to be transamorous men, what, what that entails for us, why... Is it that uh, we tend to be so divided in that you could you could go your whole life not knowing that your friend or somebody that you know is transamorous, and why is it that it's so hard to be out in the open about these things? And shouldn't we be more open and in accepting of these things? Um, in the long side, uh, with the context of that being that you know your friends girlfriends or even your friends boyfriends so what i mean by that is you know when they're straight you know when they're gay but you don't know that a person might be a trans ally or even trans attracted and there's a lot of stigma behind that so we created this show as a place to talk about that as two trans amorous men who had met each other and become friends and we wanted to reach out to the community as a whole and to other people and become connected become a cohesive unit try to get guys that are in the closet to come out of the closet and be with us and stand with us because we believe here that the more guys that are open about their trans attractedness the more it will become normal and the more it becomes normal the better the community is uh, for these sort of things Chris, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Well, yeah, I think it's, um, I think, you know, in terms of why we started the show, you know, I, I, and, and I think Eric really saw this um, first. <clears throat> he saw that there was no community of trans amorous men. And, um, you know, we are, we're definitely here to create that community because I think with community comes acceptance and um, you know a feeling of belonging and you know removes a lot of that the fear that that keep men um, that they keep this part of their lives a secret yeah you yeah because um, like you said they held it from everybody forever but I mean you, you don't have to you have friends you have people in us you have people you can talk to guys so you know for I know there's ladies listening but also for the guys like we, we are here for you and we're here to bring all of the guys together so we can all talk about our shared experiences. Because I think that is like really the one of the most damaging parts about being trans amorous is a lot of times feeling alone. Oh yeah. I mean, so. the, the, the loneliness from it can be 
can be really terrible and it that loneliness builds and it becomes toxic it becomes a situation of why does nobody care about me um and that builds a lot of resentment so loneliness can be really damaging but also who wants to be lonely um i certainly didn't and that's how chris and i originally met because uh i was actively seeking out people now chris is the one that messaged me first um but i was actively seeking out people and uh, we became friends that way and honestly it's that friendship that really got this rolling and really got the idea uh to make this community because shouldn't everybody have a friend that they can talk to or that they can rely on that they can lean on that a friend that understands what it's like to be a person who is particular in their tastes and in their attractions and that attraction uh, invites a lot of stigma and all sorts of things and it can be difficult I mean we've talked to numerous men um, who are trans attracted but they'll never ever say it you know the, the saddest uh, I, I want to do a little uh, anecdotal story but the, the saddest one I met was I met an artist and I really like this guy's art I mean I still really like this guy's art I think he is a phenomenal artist and he's uh, he does it as a career uh, that he's an artist, and um, I spoke with him, and he is uh, transamorous um, and really, really wants to be with a trans woman. And I believe he is dating uh, a cisgendered woman, but he really wants to be with a trans woman. And it's clear when he was talking to me that he really wants to be with a trans woman. And I said, so why don't you? And he said, well, he said, because it could ruin my job, but also beyond that, it will ruin my family. Like, my father will not accept me, and uh, my mother will not accept me, and they will disown me, plus I would have to break it off with my girlfriend, and I just am I'm too afraid to do that, and I'm too afraid to take that step. And I tried to encourage him that it's going to be okay, that you have to do right by you, not right by somebody else, and... Uh, long story short, he, he eventually just stopped talking to me and stopped associating uh, with me and anything else on it. As a matter of fact, I, I commented on one of his pictures on Twitter a while back on the official Trans Talk for Men page, and he messaged me, and he said, do not comment on my stuff. He said, I don't want people what? seeing. Yeah, he said, I don't want people seeing, seeing that. And wow. so... So it, it's a, it's unfortunate. Um, it, it really is. So it can be a Whack. it can be a devastating and painful thing for a lot of guys, and a lot of guys will never make it will never make it out into the open. And Chris is right to say that we're here for you, and there are people here for you, and that you can be out in the open, and that it will not be the end of the world. So you know that's that's one of the reasons that we started this whole this whole show um so let's uh let's talk about you know chris let's talk about what the show what the show is about so that's why we started the show but what what is the show as in um well you know the show really is a space i i, I believe it to be a safe space for um cis men um who consider themselves I mean, whatever, heterosexual, it doesn't matter what you consider yourself. It's really just for, for men 
who are attracted to trans women, it's it's a forum for us to share our experiences in a, in a manner that's really unfiltered. We share things very honestly. And, you know, it's a, it's a place for us to tell our stories because there aren't that many spaces for us to share our stories. We're, we, as trans attracted men, are typically a special on somebody else's show. Oh, yeah. The show is, that's all we talk about. We are aimed just at the guys. And obviously, you know, ladies, please keep listening as well. But, Certainly. you know, we, we, we definitely want to broadcast and, and really speak to the to the men out there. And, and hopefully, you know, they get a bit of entertainment. They learn a little something. And, you know, they kind of hopefully they like what we have to say. And if they don't, uh, you know, hopefully you, you hit us in the DMs or you comment on our on our stuff and really, you know, get a discussion started. Certainly. So discussion is what we're definitely all about. And. While we would love for ha- to have everybody listen to the show and be, you know, engaged with the show, we're also fully aware that this show is not going to be for everybody, and nor did we make it for everybody. Um, we made it specifically for, like you said, Chris, men who are transamorous. Um, we made it with that goal in mind. So, you know, it does speak to a very specific group of people. Now, of course, we welcome anybody to listen. We welcome feedback. All sorts of all sorts of that stuff, but it is it is a specific niche that we are trying to fill and a, a specific type of person that we're trying to talk. And I think I think it's a good point that you said, Chris, is that oftentimes we're featured as a special. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's a even if it's a good special, even if it's we're reaching out to show that these people are normal and these people are good. Like if Ellen DeGeneres did a special or others podcast did a special and say, Hey, love is love. And you know, that kind of thing. It's still a special. And a lot of times for a lot of people, it comes across the same as the Jerry Springer special where it's a joke. And absolutely. And it, it shouldn't be the special. It should be the norm. And so that's why we focus on that as well. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit because we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know we're talking about the show what the show is all about. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that people don't want to hear and what we talk about. So um, so sometimes we're going to talk about things that people don't want to hear. Uh, these things might be triggering. These things you might find offensive. We don't talk about anything to troll anybody. We don't talk about anything with the intention of triggering anybody. Um, We talk about things because we come from the mindset, and one of our goals is to not cover our eyes in the face of the things that we wish we could cover our eyes to, that sometimes things in life are upsetting or messy or dirty or things in life are things that not everybody wants to hear um and we totally understand that and we can actually appreciate we actually appreciate that people get upset by what we say and i don't say appreciate as in i enjoy it i mean that because you got upset you were listening i hope and it is upsetting some of the things we talk about are upsetting we've talked about multiple murders we've talked about um bills that ban trans people from various things um and those things can be upsetting and some of the language we use and the speech that we use can be upsetting but our point our reason for speaking that way 
is like like I said, not to offend anybody, but because it is real, because it is a reflection of our shared experiences, because it is how life operates, and we want to do our very best to bring you the listeners of any of any type, trans, cis, non-binary, gay, straight, uh, somewhere in between, doesn't matter. We want to do our best to be real with you guys as best as we possibly can because as soon as we start filtering and we start lying and we cover up the things that we don't want to talk about, I feel like we lose something along the way when we should have to talk about what is hard and what is difficult um, on our on our shows. What do you think, Chris? No, no, you hit it. <clears throat> cool. You said it perfectly, man. You got it. Yep. <laughs> so just so uh, we want to, we want I want to put that out there, and I, the reason I talk mm-hmm. about that is just be aware, be aware that these shows will be in some context offensive, one way or another, and yeah. it's not an offense of we're out to get you. It's an offense because we want to talk about these things. Why are they offensive? Who? What? What's the purpose behind it? You know. And we, we, we share real experiences here, man. We, Very real experiences. We have a lot of real talk on the show. Yep, we sure do. Um, and that's, you know, even though we didn't shoot the shit at the beginning of this episode, that's, uh, even though those are, shooting the shit for us is meant to be funny and enjoyable, but even those mm-hmm. stories are real. They don't come from falsehoods. So everything we try to do, we try to do from the realness of what Chris and I uh, experience so um, so uh, Chris I want to I want to kick this one over to you I want you to talk about some of the context of what we do in our show and stuff like that um, so you know the context it you know really I would say though the, 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 the lesson in context that we have to deal out to everybody right now is just you know sometimes we can get a little hyperbolic on the show <laughs> and especially myself yeah especially eric but you know uh sometimes he's really kind of playing up a character playing he's, it's, it's not meant to be taking strictly literal so you know a lot of times we do we we have uh this character that we created called chad who's like a four-star bro and he's a chaser and he's the worst and you know this is the kind of guy that you know trans women typically think all guys are when they first roll up to him. So, you know, when when Eric says a lot of crazy stuff, you know, he's really embodying that Chad persona, so to speak, and he's just saying outlandish, you know, grotesque things from time to time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, just just understand that there's context to it and wh- who we are and, 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 and how we present ourselves on the show. Sometimes that isn't exactly who we are, period. I mean, I, I keep it mostly real, but, you know, sometimes when Eric gets into certain lanes and we start saying certain things, really just know we, 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 we play up some of the language sometimes for the sake of entertainment. Yeah. And really just to point out how ridiculous it is for certain people to think a certain way, uh, like a lot of chasers out there that only can think about sex and they don't think about anything else when it comes to trans women like those kind of douchebags so uh just just really understand that there is you know a little bit of satire a little bit of context and we won't really stop the show to point that out right yeah not only we're not stop the show but 
um, there's nuance. There's nuance in there yeah. because, um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about ourselves and our individual experiences in a little bit here. But uh, I I am a sexual person and I do enjoy sex and sex related things. But that's not the only thing on my mind either. So it is it is a it is a satirical poke at both myself and at the community at large and that you know the the chaser guys and stuff like that that when i when i blow things out of proportion and stuff like that or when i say like chris said when i say over over the top things it's a it's both a joke at my expense and at the chaser community slash chad expense in that um the things i say are are in a lot of ways laughing about laughing about myself um where that comes from and and stuff like that so there there's a nuance there so don't we, what we're trying to say with that is to say that we understand that the jokes aren't going to land with everybody all the time and that the humor isn't going to please everybody and that's fine and we're not going to change the humor um going forward in the sense that hopefully uh it'll get better to be certain we're always striving to get better here we're always trying striving to improve uh, but we're not going to fundamentally change that formula because we feel that that formula works, plus it's enjoyable, and part of our goal is to provide entertainment because when we can laugh and learn, it's it's beneficial for everybody, I think, when mm-hmm. we can have a good laugh at at stuff while also going, you know, it's funny how they say it, but that's a valid point, and that's a real thing, and hopefully... You know, hopefully I can use that in my in my life, in my experience, and I can have a good laugh about it. And uh, also laughing can be disarming. And what I mean by disarming is that when you're laughing, you have a really hard time being angry or being upset or being afraid of something. You have to laugh sometimes to be like, okay, you know what, this is okay, it's fun, it's, we're okay, everything's okay, we're having a good laugh, um, things are going to be all right. So, so that's some of the context um, of the show. So I know I touched on this in the beginning, and Chris, I'm going to backtrack a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have recently received an influx of followers on social media, which I assume uh, makes it an influx of listeners. Now, of course, we check our downloads, but that doesn't mean that everybody who listens downloads it. Um, and, and it's going up. It's going up steadily. So we, we wanted to, you know, talk about this. But we've also gotten feedback. And the feedback has been, I would say, by and large, positive. But, of course, there are yeah, feedback. Fans. Oh, yeah, lots of fans. And we, yeah. love, we love you guys giving us feedback. And we love talking to the fans. And we love reaching out to you. And we will always do our very best to get back to you and to hear what you have to say and to listen to you and you can write us uh big long diatribes and we will read it i totally promise that 100 percent. yes absolutely <laughs> um and we will always do our best to reach out to our fans as best as we possibly can um so we've gotten a lot of feedback and i, I wouldn't really say that we've gotten any negative feedback we've gotten feedback with concerns with things that people find in, in uh, worth discussing or alarming and to me that's not negative feedback because to me that is 
still in the realm of positive feedback because if you have concerns to me that means you you listened um you listened and you wanted some stuff cleared up and that's that's also why we're doing this show is to hopefully help with that feedback help with those concerns because we want to address your concerns and make sure that you understand what the show's about what our mission statement's about um and such and such a such and such so having said that i want to get into um i want to get into us uh, us as people because not often chris and i always talk about things from our experiences we always share these stories but these stories have been shared over numerous amounts of episodes so this is going to be a reintroduction as to who we are in one solid episode um and and this is to say that this is to also go along with the context of the show and the satire of the show to say that like everybody that listens to this show everybody that we talk about on this show everybody that we interview on this show there is they are not a monolith there is complexity to every person there is this and that that makes a person tick so one one statement or one thing does not necessarily reflect one person now repeated habits do but not necessarily one one aspect so um if you don't mind chris i'll just start off with myself mm-hmm. okay so who eric is or so who i am um so i want to i want to cap off that i am currently engaged to a trans woman um, I have been dating this trans woman for about seven years now. Uh, I found that I was trans attracted at a very young age, um, and I hid that for a really long time. I remember telling a friend uh, when I was about 14 or so that I was trans attracted, and uh, he came back with me. He came back to me by saying, "Oh, that's fine. That's no problem." He said, "But it's 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 gay." He said, "You're gay, but you know it's it's fine." Um, and I didn't like that. I felt that that was. Uh, an attack on things and I felt ashamed by that and I felt that I wasn't gay so I really hid that portion of myself for a very long time Uh, eventually uh, with my fiance back when we were dating I eventually came and told all my current friends that I am trans attracted and I with her permission told my family as well Um, they were receptive in the sense that they're like cool you're still our friend doesn't matter we don't whatever you're not gay doesn't matter they didn't say anything like that but I still found myself lonely and wanting in that I didn't have anybody that I could share that had a similar experience I didn't have anybody that I could talk to that had a similar experience of things like this Uh, so that's when I started a tumblr page um, and met a couple guys and Chris was one of them which is where you know we diverged and this show kicked off because my whole my whole goal is to create a community to create a community of guys that are trans amorous so that we can come out and that we can be together and we can stand together and that we can advocate for the women that we love and that we can stand side by side with them because if we come out of the shadows and support these women it supports the community and makes them safer uh, hopefully that can eliminate help eliminate the chaser culture. Hopefully that can help eliminate um, the abuse from non-trans attracted people. Hopefully that can make these women feel safer because the men that love them, the uh, women that love these men, 
uh, will be together standing in the open and not just the women who have been fighting this fight for a long time by themselves. Um, so for me, uh, a lot of the satire comes from, or a lot of the jokes that I make comes from poking fun at myself from years of discomfort, of years of hiding things like that so I tend to take it over the top and be hyperbolic about it but it's it's a it's a joke that it, to me it's a joke because I'm really a reserved person uh very introverted and I wouldn't say shy but I'm I I, I often don't come out of my shell to a lot of people so I when I do on the show it's through jokes and making fun of myself and making fun of chasers and things like that at large and poking fun at the world that I find things that I find to be humorous or don't quite make sense. Um, and I tell you that to say that, you know, I am a flawed individual, uh, but I can safely say that even though I am flawed, I will certainly do my very best to always advocate, always try to learn, always encourage community and connectedness and always be there for my trans amorous brothers and always be there for my trans sisters to try to make life better and safer and happier for all of these people so that's really my npr spiel on it <laughs> um chris all right yeah um so, yeah, just a little introduction to me real quick, everybody. So, I am a single, trans-attracted male. I am I am black, African-American. What is it? Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my... I guess I have always been attracted to trans women. And, um, yeah, I've always been attracted to trans women. And, and I am definitely a lot newer in the game in terms of dating trans women than my friend Eric is. Uh, he's definitely been a great resource for me. But, um, you know, I've dated a few trans women and I have told uh, my, my closest inner circle friends and my sisters and, you know, they, they know that, you know, a few of the girls that I've dated are, you know, of trans experience. Um, so, uh, but outside of that, I, you know, I guess something that everybody should know about me is I really do care about uh, black issues and things that pertain to black folks. And, you know, I do, while I do, I do uh, care a lot about that kind of stuff. I, um, I try to hold some sort of a balance, but you will see me bring a lot of stuff back to race. Cause I think a lot of issues that we talk about when it comes to the trans community, trans attracted men, trans women, you know, a lot of that, you know, somehow there's a racial tinge to it somewhere. And, you know, I usually I bring it back there just because of my experiences. And that that helps me speak in an honest tone about a lot of different things out here. So, um, yeah, but just like Eric, I'm here to definitely help all the guys out here, uh, you know, come together. Because I think that's the biggest problem for trans attractive men in America and the world right now is that we are mostly lone wolves and we have no community and you know a lot of when a lot of people uh let's just say come out and you know they guys that we've talked about on the show you know they receive friction from family members whoever else like a lot of other communities in you know a lot of other sections of the lgbt community they have people they can go to they have support 
And, you know, we're here to try and bring guys together so that, you know, trans attractive men have that support going forward. But, you know, while we're here for the guys, we're also here for the ladies. And, uh, ladies, we are definitely here to stand up and, and, and be an example to the rest of uh, the men out there in terms of, you know, standing up for you all and and making you feel protected. You know, I would, I, I guess it would just be a dream of everybody's if, you know, whenever some, you see somebody being done wrong, you would just step in to help. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we get to that uh, someday, but we're doing our part. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me in a in a nutshell. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to say, I'm, yeah, I'm also, I'm not engaged. I'm not currently dating anybody. Uh, Eric is the taken man. I'm the single guy out here in the streets dating. Which is a good um, dynamic between <laughs> us. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good dynamic. Um, yeah, I am not a I'm, a, I'm kind of a personal, private person when it comes to, you know, my dating life and that kind of stuff. I don't really talk, you know, and I do also date cis women, but whoever I'm dating, whoever I'm talking to, I don't really... I'm not shouting from the cliffs, hey, I'm dating this person. You know, I let people tag me on their photos because I'm not here to, you know, put anybody into a closet or hide anything. But, um, you know, I definitely don't post pictures with me with anybody else. Like, my social is mostly just me. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I would guess just expect that going forward that, you know, my story won't be one of, oh, yeah, everybody knows who I'm dating because I just don't, I don't talk about it that much. And frankly, my romantic life isn't the biggest part of my life right now. And I know my friend Eric wishes it were bigger. <laughs> <laughs> he has definitely pushed me to get back out there into the dating world a bit more, but you know, uh, I live vicariously other... through you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell, man. I'm, um, I'm fearless and I'm definitely, uh, uh, ready to get, get some real talk going on the show. Yes. And, uh, we hope to both remain, uh, fearless as well and to bring that to bring that in and to stand together with our trans brothers and allies and you know we're just trying to touch bases to who we are to who we are on this show and certainly those who have listened to all of our past episodes our fans have not heard me talk about this or not not talk about this I don't mean that I mean have not heard me speak this way um I am usually uh, have a different inflection in how I speak. I'm usually not so NPR about this, but you know, it's it's kind of a serious recappy episode where we gotta we just gotta lay shit on the line, um, and that's what we are certainly doing here. So, having said all of that, having given a recap of what the show's about, who we are, what we're about, how we do, um, I do want to say that. Uh, I, I once again want to recap that feedback is helpful to us. Um, of course, we prefer that you would come with feedback that is uh, positive or at least constructive um, in any concerns that you have. Negative feedback, while we'll read it, uh, we will ignore it. Um, uh, so, but any constructive feedback that anybody has, we are you're more than welcome to reach out to us uh, in any way that you can, because we will always read it. We will always do our best to respond to it. We will always do our best to uh, take anything that is said into consideration. Um, 
we always listen. We've even had uh, a conference with a person who wanted to give us uh, feedback. And we had an hour-long conference or so with a person, and we just listened to their feedback and just tried to get a sense of where they were coming from and who they are because this is a show that's supposed to be entertaining. This is a show that is supposed to be fun, but beyond that, it's also a show that is supposed to encourage, inform, and build a community. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. And I can also say I've actually Instagram video chatted with people who had questions and feedback for us. So like yeah. in addition to the conference, like we have a lot we have a lot of people on our accounts who are managing our accounts. And you know, we will sit if we have the time, we will sit and listen. Certainly. And even if even if we don't have the time, we'll try to I'll even try to reach out. Oftentimes I don't have the time, I'm at work. But I'll, I'll try to shoot a text uh, over and just say, "Hey, I hear you. Let's let's talk about it." So, just sure. just so they can know that we've received it and we hear. So, sure, sure. Well, I think that's about it um, yeah. for this show. Uh, I know it's going to be a shorter episode than everybody's used to. So when you open it up and you go, "Whoa, why is it so short?" Because it's just a recap. There's really nothing. We're not going to bring any stories in or talk about it or go anywhere from here. We just want to do this as a recap. And also, this is a good jumping off point for anybody just starting to listen to the show. Um, So, little light for this show for the 20th episode. But hopefully, you guys have a better understanding of what we're all about, of what Trans Talk for Men is, and what it will continue to be in the future. Uh, hopefully we can grow this thing together um, because Chris and I can shout into the void forever, but unless we have community support and backup, it doesn't continue to grow, and we would love to see it grow into something um, something really powerful for the community at large. Uh, and hopefully we can do that together with your support. So, sure. So absolutely. So uh, as per always, when we sign out, um well one chris do you have anything else to add um if you've been listening to this episode please go to your podcasting platforms and give us a five-star rating oh yes rate our podcast review it please give us bigger better ratings always <clears throat> follow us on instagram facebook twitter and subscribe to our youtube Yep, and you can also email us at transtalkformen at gmail.com. Those emails, now I don't know for the rest of the team, but those emails go directly to my phone. So anytime I get an email through that account, it pings on my phone. So I see that that stuff right away. Um, So absolutely reach out to us on any of those platforms or emails. And that's about it. So thanks thanks for listening, guys. Uh, what's that? I said we done. We done. Yep. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, we well, first of all, we'll see you with a new episode in a couple weeks. We got an interview coming up. It's gonna be real exciting. Uh, it's gonna be some good stuff. Um, it's definitely gonna be interesting. It's well, one it will way be interesting. One, one way, way or another. Or, <laughs> one way or another, it will certainly be interesting. However, it's gonna be uh, something. There, uh, the people that we're talking to, um, something that we haven't yet done uh, is is a. They are in a different part of the market, and it's interesting, um, to say the least. I'm excited about it. But uh, So we got that coming up for you guys. It's going to be more of what you guys know and love. Um, 
And I'm going to shut up now. So with that, I've been Eric. I'm Chris. I'll see. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.